This is going to be called Fatima and the Second Amendment, or we're going to look at the U.S. Constitution, Second Amendment, and the Third Secret of Fatima. So let me know in the uh, live chat right there if you can hear me. I know that some of you are going to listen on Apple and Android, so sorry for this little uh, weird intro, but I'm going to the zoo with a family today, and uh, a lot of times I can only crank through these uh, live things with little preparation, but I do have some great notes for you on how Fatima ties to the Second Amendment. We've talked about this before, but I am doing an audiobook I'm going to describe later that is going to lead us into some new conclusions that take us into a little bit deeper dive than we've talked about before. So let's just review what most of you know at this point, uh, the basics on Fatima. Um, in 1917, Our Lady appeared to three shepherd children in Fatima, Portugal, and she promised a miracle that would follow from this. Many of the people of Portugal didn't believe this, but 70,000 people showed up and saw um, the greatest miracle since the resurrection. I really hold to that, even though it sounds like an exaggeration. Um, in fact, if you look in 1 Corinthians 15.6, Jesus appeared to 500 people at once. Um, in Fatima, Mary, or rather the, the miracle of the sun, you can Google this if you're not Catholic, the miracle of the sun um, was presented to 70,000 people, many of them unbelievers, many of them communist atheists that saw this. Um, so that's 140 times the amount of people that saw the sun spin at Fatima as the maximum Jesus appeared to in his body, 140 times more. Now, of course, the resurrection is more important than Fatima. The resurrection is 140 times more important than Fatima. But I would say, again, a distant second for all the great miracles in the history of Old and New Testament, a uh, distant second to the resurrection is Fatima. And again, you can find that Jesus appeared in his body to 500 people in 1 Corinthians 15, 6. And you can Google this. The sun spun and came spinning to the earth. 70,000 people saw this in 1917 in Portugal. Many of them were communist atheists. Um, and so why did God make sure this many people saw it? I really think it's because Earth's salvation was in danger more than ever before. And we can only understand that by looking at the three secrets of Fatima. Many of you might remember I had on Father Paul Kramer recently, and this is a book that he wrote that I'm reading called The Devil's Final Battle. And let's look at what the three secrets, secrets of Fatima was. And this is a, directly from Sister Lucy's diary, what, what Our Lady said. First secret, you have seen hell where the souls of poor sinners go. To save them, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. If what I say to you is done, many souls will be saved and there will be peace. The war is going to end. Mary's talking about World War World War One. But if people do not cease offending God, Mary continues, a worse one will break out during the reign of Pope Pius XI. When you see a knight illumined by an unknown light, know that this is the great sign given you by God that he is about to punish the world for its crimes by means of war, famine, and persecutions against the church and of the Holy Father. And if you're not Catholic, you can Google what happened right before World War II. Many Europeans, including secular Europeans, saw a strange bright light in the sky the night before that started. And Mary, Mary said this much earlier than the beginning of World War II. Uh, the other secret that Mary revealed to the children in 1917, to prevent this, I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart. Mary speaking of a pope, doing the consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart and the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. That's directed to all the faithful. 
Mary continues, if my requests are heeded, Russia will be converted and there will be peace. If not, she will spread her errors throughout the world, causing wars and persecutions of the church. The good will be martyred. The Holy Father will have much to suffer. Various nations will be annihilated. Now, when we hear these errors of Russia, there's a lot of debate out there. And most people, when they hear that, they think of economic errors of Russia. And they're not wrong to think of that. But I want to look today at the genocidal errors of Russia. Um, the genocidal errors of Russia are extremely important to understand that there is something worse in the errors of Russia than the economic errors. There's actually the genocidal errors. Oh, but before we get to that, I want to tell you the third secret. Um, many of us in the traditional movement, including myself, believe what was revealed in June of 2000 as far as the third secret was just a lie. I hate to put it that bluntly, um, but this is an entire book about how what was revealed in 2000. There's just no way that was the third secret. So let's let me read you with just a couple regular bishops. These aren't like traditional bishops. Regular bishops believe the third secret was this was Bishop Amaral. And he said in Vienna, Austria, on September 10th, 1984, it's, speaking of the third secret of Fatima, its content concerns only our faith. To identify the third secret with, with catastrophic announcements, excuse me, to identify the third secret with catastrophic announcements or with a nuclear holocaust is to deform the meaning of the message. The loss of faith of a continent is worse than the annihilation of a nation. And it is true that faith is continually diminishing in Europe. And then listen to Cardinal Chapi. He was, um, Cardinal Chapi was Pope John Paul II's own personal papal theologian. So again, we're not talking about some rad trad. Cardinal Chapi says, in the third secret, it is foretold, among other things, that the great apostasy in the church will begin at the top. Let me read you that again. Cardinal Chapi, Pope John Paul II's own personal papal theologian. In the third secret, it is foretold, among other things, that the great apostasy in the church will begin at the top. Okay, so the third secret uh, is, is the loss of the faith of the hierarchy. That's what the third secret is. What are these errors of Russia that I read in the second secret? Well, I'm reading a book by Will Witt. He's of Prager University. Will Witt of Prager University has a book called How to Win Friends and Influence Enemies. And in chapter four, I want to read you some of the stats of the dearmament of civilians and how that led to genocidal regimes killing many millions of people. I'm going to tell you the year of civilian civilian dearmament and then how many people were killed. 1911 in Turkey led to 1.5 million. And those were Armenian Eastern Orthodox. So in 1911, Turkey outlawed weapons in the hands of civilians. And this led to 1.5 million Armenians being killed by the Turkish government. And those were mostly Eastern Orthodox. In 1929, Russia eliminated all weapons in the hands of civilians. And soon after, there was a genocide of 20 million people. In 1935, China, also following the eras of Russia, they also followed a civilian dearmament plan leading to the killing of 20 million people. 1940, Germany had to de-arm, disarm, disarm its civilians or didn't have to. They chose to disarm their civilians. And then, as everybody knows, there was the Holocaust, killing 6 million Jews and, and many others. In 1956, Cambodia, they de-armed all civilians. And soon after, 1 million people were killed. In 1970, Uganda took away all weapons from their people, at least all guns. And this led to 300,000 Christians being killed by the government. So what we have repeatedly here 
is those who are following the errors of Russia, those who are following communism, the governments that follow communism, to kill millions, literally millions of their own citizens, the very first thing they have to do besides propaganda is take away their guns. Now, why hasn't that happened in the United States? We all see that we are under a communist coup, totally unfair uh, election, um, not even unfair, totally stolen election. I'll probably get uh, banned from YouTube for that one. Um, well, so why hasn't it happened in the United States? Well, there's only two reasons why the United States is different from Cambodia. The first is the Second Amendment, and the second is social media. Now, there's going to be some objections out there. The first objection to what I just said is going to be, hey, you're a priest. Shouldn't you say the difference is God? No, because there were hundreds of thousands of great Catholics in Cambodia who were killed by the communist government. They had God probably more than us. So, so that's not the difference. Again, what's the difference between Cambodia and the United States? Why were Cambodians de-armed and then killed? Um, one is social media. We can, we can connect with other conservatives. Um, and so another objection to this, well, the two differences is weapons and social media. Sorry about that. The weapons and social media is the two differences. Objection two to me saying this would probably be something like this. So, so are you saying guns are good? Fact is this, and I know most of my traditional listeners are actually, this is probably the one sentence most of my traditional listeners are going to disagree with me on. If I could snap my fingers and make all weapons disappear on the planet, I would. We know that we get our bodies back, whether we go to heaven or hell. And if we make it to heaven, please God, we will experience not only the new heavens, but also the new earth. There's a lot of Catholics, even traditional Catholics that don't realize that. God is going to make a new heavens and a new earth. This is explained in Isaiah. It's explained in the, in the book of the Apocalypse. And there will be no weapons there. There won't be weapons in the hands of the conservatives. There won't be weapons in the hands of liberals or governments or criminals, um, because this is where the lion will lie down with the lamb. Um, so if I could snap my finger and make a world with, with no guns, I would. But as long as we're on a planet with guns, then the question is who's to have guns? Just criminals and the U.S. government, which are one and the same now, actually? No, and this is where that NRA bumper sticker comes in. It says, and I know this might seem a little bit glib and pithy, but the NRA, that old NRA bumper sticker says, if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. And so that's more than just a bumper sticker because that's what has happened uh, in all of these leftist communist regimes. And this is why the good people are killed by the government when that happens. Uh, maybe a less dramatic example is in the United Kingdom. Uh, let me tell you the difference between a hot burglary and a cold burglary. A hot burglary is when the homeowner's home. Well, in the UK, because guns are illegal in the hands of civilians, who has guns? It's the outlaws. The criminals do. So 59% of burglaries in the UK are hot burglaries versus 13% in the US because we have guns. Again, 59% of the burglaries that happen in the United Kingdom, that's England, happen when people are home. Why do criminals show up with guns when people are home? Because they know it's actually the good people that aren't allowed to have guns. So only the bad people do, where only 13% of burglaries in the United States are hot burglaries. I also got that from Will Witt's book. Um, and also, by the way, in the United States, 98% of shootings happen in gun-free zones. That That's that's something you should let sit in, sink in. Objection three, some of you might say, hey, didn't you just have a SEAL, a Navy SEAL on your podcast who said that, I mean, didn't you guys come to the conclusion to get away from social media? Uh, yeah, we did. And so I will say this. I think guns and social media are neutral at best. 
Um, if I could snap my fingers and get rid of both guns and social media, I would. But as long as they exist, we Catholics need to stave off the errors of Russia with both telling the truth on social media and defending homes against liberal governments and criminals. I'm not saying take your guns to the streets. I'm saying defending yourself, which is in the U.S. Constitution, um, against these errors of Russia. And again, if anyone says it's a stretch to say the errors of Russia is civilian dearmament, you just look at the fact that I named you numerous communist countries and the way that the, the, the way that they killed millions of people was to take their guns away. In 1929, again, they took away all of the guns in Russia of their civilians and killed 20 million people. In 1935, the Chinese took away all the weapons from their people and killed 20 million people. In 1956, Cambodia, another communist government, the heirs of Russia that Mary warned against, took away all the weapons of their people and killed a million people in Cambodia. And so I would say the message of Fatima and the U.S. Constitution, these actually they, these do not dovetail in every aspect. But one aspect of Fatima and one aspect of the U.S. Constitution reveal how much we are to trust normal citizens with weapons more than criminals in a leftist government because they're one and the same. So go study um, these three secrets of Fatima. Go study the U.S. Constitution and especially go study the history of these communist regimes to see that one of the main eras of Russia is to kill millions and millions of people and to do that. They have to take away their guns. So I would say that if not explicitly, at least implicitly, one of the main messages of Fatima um, comes down to making sure in a society that not only criminals and communists have weapons. God bless you all.